hello and welcome to today's edition of a push for advantage i want to believe that god is touching your life and a lot of transformation is happening in your soul as we join in the course of this year uh, the soul that um, god gave to man is a great advantage in his life because with your soul you can fellowship you can relate with this three-dimensional world of course scripture has revealed to us that we are spirit beings but with the presence of with the giftings of the soul and the flesh we are able to relate with this three-dimensional world i said giftings because god created you and then he molded a sound and he breathed you into the sound so that's the body your soul is actually a gift from the lord to relate with these three dimensional words so as you go out take care of your body and of course enhance your soul so a push for advantage is an opportunity for you to enhance your soul for you to live a quality kind of life as you um journey in this one chance that god has given to us of course life is just one chance and it is important that we live it at its best we live it at its best um yesterday i started a conversation with us on understanding the king and understanding the foes the kings and the foes i told us yesterday that there's a place where you have an opportunity to sell yourself or your vision to the king and one of the things that kings always do is that they ask you what do you want kings will always ask you what do you want they may not voice it they may not verbalize it but in their visage in their look in their um, relationship with you they may not have plenty time to spend with you but a few time when they come around your life or when they give you audience one of the things that speak out of them is what do you want and of course many many of us we failed several times you know we said that we, we need money we look so 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 pitifully that we we, we feel that when we when we cry to them you know i've been a victim of that um i've, I've been a victim of that because i've had opportunity to speak with kings and many times the way i displayed myself was a pity form i was i was looking for temporal things meanwhile kings only sponsor great visions they sponsor visions and not your immediate ones so um yesterday i was able to elaborate that so today i like you to know that kings will always ask you what you want why fools on the other hand i i told us yesterday that as we journey one of the set of people that we are going to come in contact with as we journey with our vision and our art is also the fools why king asks you what you want the fools will suggest what you want to you please take take advantage of this kings will always ask you what you want why the fools will always suggest what you want to you 
the king will so the the king will ask you what you want the fools we will suggest their own reality to you they don't ask you what you want they don't ask you what you are doing they are not even concerned about what you are doing or what you want to build they are concerned about what they feel you should be or who they feel you should be or how they feel you should dress how they feel you should act how they feel you should think so by by these things you should, you can be able to track who the fools are and who the kings are you know when nehemiah was building one of the set of people nehemiah came across was sambalat and tobiah tobiah they came around him and they began to tell him things about the wall of jerusalem that the wall cannot be built that even what nehemiah was building if a fox stand on it it's going to fall off and you know they were just suggesting their own reality onto nehemiah but glory to god nehemiah was a strong man who had already taken a survey of what he wanted to do and then he was determined and definite enough to do what he wanted to do friends i like you to know that there are foes around your life there are people who don't want to hear what you are doing they just want to suggest who you should be to you they feel you will do better as a fashion designer they feel you will do better as a chorister they feel you you will do better as a marketer they feel you will do better just not doing anything in life if you tell them your goal is to have 10 million from the end of this year they feel it's too much they feel you should trade it easy they feel they just keep feeling about you they want to suggest their own realm or their own reality into your life so you must take note of these foes around your life your vision will always encounter these two set of people and for you to win you must be a strong man at heart and how do you become a strong man at heart your your vision has been meditated upon by by the by the by the advantage of your imagination and then you have been able to build a concrete wall around your life that come what way no matter what people say this is what i want to do one of the things you also take note about the four is that they will always suggest that you come and spend time with them and at the end of the day you find out that what you spend time with them is not even worth it because Sambalat and Tobiah began to tell Nehemiah that please come down let's let's talk meanwhile they wanted to inspire negative fears into him but Nehemiah sent a message to them he said how can I come down to you when I have a great work to do do you have a great work to do then you can't come down friends as you step out today you can't come down your slogan is I can't come down because I have a great work to do search around your life there are friends around your life there are people around your life who are fools many of them you can escape to them momentarily many of them you can't even escape from them because they are family members their brothers their sisters but meanwhile instead of um fighting with them you can shut your ears to their reality you can build your own strong walls around your life i want to call you blessed today because i believe you will begin to identify the foes around your life and begin to take wisdom from the lord on how to deal with them the lord will help you in jesus name go out and become the blessed of the lord that the lord has called you Till I meet you again tomorrow. God bless you.
hello good morning and welcome to today's edition of a push for advantage god has a lot of advantage in store for you i must let you know this god has a lot of advantages in store for you god is thinking about you and god wants the best for you scattered in scriptures are realities are assurances that god has given to us as believers that gives us a proof that god wants advantage for us and god does not just want advantage for us he also have a way of revealing principles and realities and truths that would help us take hold of these advantages scattered in scriptures are different realities that shows that indeed you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free this morning the truth that will set us free as we step out is what i call understanding the king and understanding the fall in achieving your purpose or in achieving the vision that the lord has granted you there's one thing that you must take note yesterday i talked about the ability to take a tour of your vision like nehemiah when he got to the land one of the first thing he did was to take a tour and um, the way we take a tour is not that we take our oars or our asses and go about everywhere we think we want to be in life but the way we take a tour is through our imagination. So you must understand the principle of taking a tour. However, today, having understood that there's a need for a tour in your imagination, you must also understand the place of the king and the place of the foe in achieving your purpose. You must understand that God, place, God places kings around your life and also the devil places foes around your life and you must understand the the two of them they are very different when nehemiah was about to set out to achieve that which god has installed into his heart one of the things he did was that he had the opportunity to speak with the king and also he also had an opportunity to speak with the foe so in speaking with the king you must understand the definiteness of your goal because every now and then god will bring you in contact with the kings around your destiny and it is important that you know how to sell the definite goal or the definite vision in your heart to them every day people come around you and then you have a chance to speak with them and tell them about what you believe many times when we speak the conviction in our heart is what we sell to people I, I need you to know that there are kings who understand conviction there are kings who understand excellence conviction is a language and there are kings who understand it there are kings who knows if what you want to do is merely a wish or a vision that is burning in your heart and i want you to know that one of the things that kings will always do is that once they hear your vision they can understand the language of your heart and then they can buy into that vision and begin to help you to achieve what you want to achieve nehemiah told the king the king told nehemiah he said what do you want and what did nehemiah said nehemiah said 
He said, how can I be here and my father's house lies waste? So there will always be a point in your life where kings will ask you, what do you want? And that is where the place of definiteness in um, your vision comes in and the place of your thought in imagination like you know what you want you've been there before you can effectively describe what you want in life to these kings as you speak with them on daily basis so there are kings around you there are kings around you there are kings around you that are watching you there are kings around you that are waiting for an opportunity for you to just convince them you know while reading a book i i stumble upon one of these principles, I think it's called the elevator principle or something, that um, the businessmen of those days, they, they engaged in. Now, yes, how it works. Um, those people who had business idea back in the 80s, they go to the elevator um, that these rich guys um, take to their office and then they wait there. And then immediately the rich person walks into the elevator. They walk into the elevator. You know, it's a, it's a public space, you know. Anybody can walk into the elevator with you. And then they get 60 seconds before the elevator gets to their office where the rich man will come down. They get 60 seconds to sell their idea to the rich person who has the financial capacity to sponsor that which they want. So, what can you say about your vision in 60 seconds that is enough and strong enough to buy the heart of the one who is going to sponsor you that I call the kings today? So, there's a place where you must have the ability to sell your vision definiteness in selling your vision to the kings and many of you you have the opportunities to meet kings around you but your vision the the courage the visage of your look the the utterance that you uttered were not convincing enough to show those kings that you are really really interested or you mean what you are saying you want to you want to you want to achieve this this month you want to build a house this month. There are people who have landed opportunities. They are just waiting. They are, they are, they, they are just um, waiting to understand the way you speak. You know, some of you, you want to buy land and then you're like, oh, well, God, we just, God, we just um, make a way. You know, and it's different for somebody who says, I want to get a land this year and I know that it's possible. You see, those are two body language. Those are two different utterances. And the king's, have a way of understanding this language. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about the fools, but I think I need to place more emphasis on your opportunity to meet kings. Your kings may be in the bus, maybe while on the bike, maybe on social media. The things you post about your vision is enough communication to kings that are around your life. And let me tell you something, kings have the resources to sponsor that which you want to do the king told nehemiah he said see i'm going to give you writing to all those 
that kind, I want to stop you while you are going on the way and then I'm going to give you a letter to the king's forest where you can get all the timbers to build. Wow. Wow. There's somebody out there to sponsor your vision but he needs to know if you are definite about what you want to do. As you go out today, I like you to build weight in what you purpose in your heart to do. I like you to meditate, create a definiteness in your heart and um, when the opportunity for you to speak with kings come, you will give the right utterance. I pray for you that the right utterance will come out of your mouth. In the name of Jesus Christ, God bless you. Amen. Hello, good morning and welcome to today's edition of a push for an advantage i still believe that god has a lot of momentum in his spirit to keep pushing us and keep leading us to the path where he has ordained and designed for us and it's our responsibility to daily respond to that move of god in our spirit it is not enough that god leads you it's enough that you respond to that leading and also be willing to take that leading as an advantage for your life last time the first day of february i was able to reveal to us that our goal must be specific must be well defined that whatever that is not well defined may not have um, the opportunity to see the face of finishing jesus came in Luke chapter 4, revealed his assignment to us, read it out from the book of Esias, and then in the last chapter of the book of Luke, I think Luke 23, 24, the Bible said, on the cross of Calvary, he said, it is finished. And I want another person that I want us to consider today that will give definition to what I'm about to discuss today is the man Nehemiah, the man who built the wall of jerusalem i want you to know that Nehemiah is one man that inspires me a lot when it comes to starting a project and finishing it the bible says that he left um, the place of his enjoyment and then he came down to jerusalem to begin to rebuild that wall that the enemy has destroyed Nehemiah had a goal he had a specific goal and that goal was to build the wall of jerusalem however he didn't stop at just defining his goal there was something he did and i want us to look into it today bible says when he got back to jerusalem when he was about to um, build the wall of jerusalem one of the things that he did that inspired me a lot is found in nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 11 and 12. <clears throat> so the bible says so i came to jerusalem and was there three days and i arose in the night i and some few men with me neither told i any man what my god had put in my heart to do at jerusalem neither was there any beast with me save the beast that i rode upon now here was nehemiah got into 
Jerusalem about to begin the work that the Lord has commissioned him for, that the Lord has stirred up in his heart. And what did he do? He said for three days he sat down and every night analyzing the work that the Lord has placed in his heart. You see, a lot of us have visions, we have goals, but there, there's no point in our life where we sit down to count the cost, where we sit down to to um to unravel the mystery behind that which you want to do to see what amount of energy to take us to see what amount of dedication it will take us see you don't just dedicate yourself to what you've not counted the cost i mean even dedication itself is a cost to be counted because before you begin a project you need to see the value of that project in your heart you need to see the strength of that project you need to see the importance of that project you need to see um the effect of that project both in your life in your immediate family and also in the world at large if you find out that this project is is a project that needs to affect the world you know you need to count the cost of your dedication you need to count the cost of the amount of time that needs to be put into it let me give you an example um esther in the bible um, was about to deliver the whole jews and then she needed to go and fast for three days and three nights it was it was as strong as that she needed the strength of a three days fast for her to deliver the whole of jews so if it was just one man she wanted to um deliver maybe she wouldn't have done as fast three days and risk her life to go and meet the king so there's a point where we need to stand up at night and count the cost of that which you want to do this month of february you want to achieve this you want to build a project you want to uh you want to buy property you want to buy um, a car you want to um um start up uh, a course um a certificate course you know you need to sit down before you pay for that course you need to sit down do i have enough time do i have enough energy do i have enough momentum or enough dedication to make this work out and then if you find out that you do not have enough you can begin to build one almost immediately begin to count your course okay i'll need to do this today then do this tomorrow i need to do this today do this tomorrow and day by day you find out that you are at the peak of that which you have set for yourself i want you to go out today and as you step out meditate on that goal that you want to achieve everything that is achieved in the physical today was first a part of a mental contribution exact your mental contribution the world is busy like everything wants to take your attention from your goal so you need to spend more and much energy exerting mental exercise on that which you want to achieve and what part of it is you can you can pray you can pray about it as you as you walk on the street meditate about it and pray and i pray that the lord will help you in jesus name i call you the blessed of the lord and i pray for you that this month of february will become the best of his month in jesus name amen Hello, good morning and welcome to today's 
edition of a push for an advantage. I still believe that God has a lot of momentum in his spirit to keep pushing us and keep leading us to the path where he has ordained and designed for us. And it's our responsibility to daily respond to that move of God in our spirit. It is not enough that God leads you. It's enough that you respond to that leading and also be willing to take that leading as an advantage for your life. The last time, the first day of February, I was able to reveal to us that our goal must be specific, must be well-defined, that whatever that is not well-defined may not have um, the opportunity to see the face of finishing. Jesus came in Luke chapter 4, revealed his assignment to us, read it out from the book of Esias, and then in the last chapter of the book of Luke, I think Luke 23-24, the Bible said, on the cross of Calvary, he said, it is finished. And I want another person that I want us to consider today that will give definition to what I'm about to discuss today is the man Nehemiah, the man who built the wall of Jerusalem. I want you to know that Nehemiah is one man that inspires me a lot when it comes to starting a project and finishing it. Bible says that he left um, the place of his enjoyment and then he came down to Jerusalem to begin to rebuild that wall that the enemy has destroyed. Nehemiah had a goal. He had a specific goal and that goal was to build the wall of Jerusalem. However, he didn't stop at just defining his goal. There was something he did and I want us to look into it today. Bible says when he got back to Jerusalem, uh, uh, when he was about to um, build the wall of Jerusalem, one of the things that he did that inspired me a lot is found in Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 11 and 12. <clears throat> so the Bible says, So I came to Jerusalem and was there three days, and I arose in the night, I and some few men, with me neither told i any man what my god had put in my heart to do at jerusalem neither was there any beast with me save the beast that i rode upon now here was nehemiah got into jerusalem about to begin the work that the lord has commissioned him for that the lord has stirred up in his heart and what did he do he said for three days he sat down and every night analyzing the work that the Lord has placed in his heart. You see, a lot of us have visions, we have goals, but there, there's no point in our life where we sit down to count the cost, where we sit down to, to, um, to unravel the mystery behind that which we want to do, to see what amount of energy to take us, to see what amount of dedication it will take us. See, you don't just dedicate yourself to what you've not counted the costs. I mean, even dedication itself is a cost to be counted. Because before you begin a project, you need to see the value of that project in your heart. You need to see the strength of that project. You need to see the importance of that project. You need to see um, 
the effect of that project both in your life in your immediate family and also in the world at large if you find out that this project is is a project that needs to affect the world you know you need to count the cost of your dedication you need to count the cost of the amount of time that needs to be put into it let me give you an example um esther in the bible um, was about to deliver the whole jews and then she needed to go and fast for three days and three nights it was it was as strong as that she needed the strength of a three days fast for her to deliver the whole of Jesus. So if it was just one man she wanted to um, deliver, maybe she wouldn't have done as fast three days and risk her life to go and meet the king. So there's a point where we need to stand up at night and count the cost of that which you want to do. This month of February, you want to achieve this, you want to build a project, you want to uh you want to buy property you want to buy um, a car you want to um, um, start up uh, a course um, a certificate course you know you need to sit down before you pay for that course you need to sit down do i have enough time do i have enough energy do i have enough momentum or enough dedication to make this work out and then if you find out that you do not have enough you can begin to build one almost immediately. Begin to count your goals. Okay, I, I'll need to do this today, then do this tomorrow. I need to do this today, do this tomorrow. And day by day, you find out that you are at the peak of that which you have set for yourself. I want you to go out today and as you step out, meditate on that goal that you want to achieve. Everything that is achieved in the physical today was first a part of a mental contribution. Exact your mental contribution. The world is busy. Like everything wants to take your attention from your goal. So you need to spend more and much energy exerting mental exercise on that which you want to achieve. And what part of it is you can you can pray you can pray about it as you as you walk on the street meditate about it and pray and i pray that the lord will help you in jesus name i call you the blessed of the lord and i pray for you that this month of february will become the best of his month in jesus name amen hello guys good morning and welcome to today's edition of a push for advantage first i want to wish you a happy new month and um, i want to believe that this month is going to yield a lot of profitable result for you especially having a mind to begin with a lot of enthusiasm and energy so today it's not a day to be depressed or to be down it's a day to have high hopes and believe in what you have made up your mind to get done in this month all right briefly i want to just um, um bring a word to us to just stir us up as we step into this new phase of the year first you must understand that your life is a story being told from eternity. God is using your life to explain a story. 
and i want you to know that every story have chapters every story have verses every story has a face so i want you to know that there's something that god expects you to be achieving at every phase of your life so today this month is a month to search out for the things that are in the in the stanza of your life or in the in the in the chapters of your life and then you begin to get them done one of the reasons why people don't get anything done in their life is because they have nothing specific they want to get done in their life everybody who achieved something or do did something heroic in the bible they were people who had a project or something they want to get done yeah look at look at the wall of jericho they wanted joshua wanted to pull it down Nehemiah wanted to build the wall of israel moses wanted to be a savior jesus came to save the world every one of them they had one or two things they had in mind they wanted to achieve what do you have in mind you want to want to say god bless me want to say god i want you to get things done for me to this month i want you to show me favor on what what aspect what specifically do you want god to do for you are you going to write a proposal to get a business done are you going to start up a is something that you you you've always had in mind do you want to finish up a book do you want to meet up with someone do you want to form new association why not get it write it down and then you begin to um pray for direction on how to get this thing done in your life if you have nothing to do there will always be nothing to do if you have nothing in your heart of nothing to achieve um i create things i i have this natural talent to create new things to get new things done a majority of time these new things that i create they are things that i had seen in my heart things i want to i want to i want to bring out i want to bet in the world so what do you have in your heart for the month of february is it just going to be specific it doesn't have to be i want to be reading something every week like by the end of february i want to tick this i want to tick this i want to tick this i want to make sure that every drama every act every display that god has written for me in this chapter of my life i fulfill it remember bible jesus said he said i have come to fulfill that which is written concerning me in the volume of the books and then at the end of his career at the end of what he came to do on the earth on the cross of calvary remember what he said he said it is finished so you don't finish what you do not picture what you have not even desired in your heart to get done you don't finish when there's no project you don't finish when there's no purpose you don't finish when there's nothing to get done so what do you want to get done this month what do you want to get done it may be one maybe two maybe it may be three but make sure you get something done that at the end of february you say i got this done it is finished your slogan at the end of this month will be it is finished it is finished it is finished so today set out set out like me get your diary and get things down think critically don't let it be any outing because you don't you don't achieve something heroic that is normal 
I want to read a book is a normal thing for knowledge. Although it may sound heroic that you read the book or something tangible. I want to give God 10 souls this month. I want to do more. Just get it done. The Lord bless you. I call your day blessed in the name of Jesus. Hello and welcome to today's edition of A Push for Advantage. I want to appreciate you for thus far that you've been listening to this broadcast and I want to believe that for sure your life is being transformed day by day. I want you to know that these little deposits, they are making a lot of impact in your life. Even me as a person, I have to go over them over and over again many times for me to grasp the reality that God has embedded and installed into these doses every day. So I want to encourage you to keep listening and being intentional about this and keep taking the necessary steps and action that is required of you. Remember, it is not he that listens alone, it is he that doeth that which has been received today briefly i like to point your heart towards a very important thing as we journey in the course of this year of course i have emphasized severally that there is a place of giftings there is a place of focus in that which you intend to achieve this year god has installed into your heart this year but i need to also let you understand that as you intend to advance in your course in year 2022 there are hindrances that understands the implication of your advancement the devil understands that when you advance it's a danger for his own economy the devil understands that when you make that money that you want to make he understands that you are going to invest that money into kingdom business you are going to sow into the lives of those that god is using to bring kingdom advancement you are also going to use the money to personally build certain things to edify god's economy to make god's economy to advance because the bible says, my city through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad so the devil understand that the enemy understand the implication of what you are trying to do understand that if you go high in that which you are doing whether in your career or in your academics or in ministry you understand that many people will hear your voice so of course there would be adversity apostle paul said he said pray for us because a great and effectual door has been opened unto us he said but there are many adversities so here's apostle paul saying see doors has been opened but there are adversity so i want to point your heart towards this great importance of watching out for adversity in Nehemiah chapter 4 and uh, chapter 4 in particular when Nehemiah and his team were building or um, the wall of um, jerusalem the bible said immediately they were done breaching the walls the bible said um sambalat and tobiat and the ammonites 
they are studied they heard of what they have done and suddenly they conspired all of them to gather and come and fight against jerusalem and to hinder the growth of it so i i want to understand that many of you in the course of this year there are things you want to do but you just find out that you are emotionally hindered or you cannot just gather yourself together you know somebody very dear to me was talking to me the other day i was saying see i can't seem to grasp the reality of what i'm doing those are hindrances the devil understands what you want to do and how important what you want to do is and then he begins to raise hindrances in terms of war so as a person you must understand that there is there are hindrances on your part and then verse 9 of verse, uh, chapter 4 says uh, nevertheless we made our prayer unto our god and set a watch against them day and night because of them so nehemiah understood the implication of what these hindrances could do to the advancement of the wall that they were building and then he said they made their prayers unto the lord and they set their watch two things that were done they made their prayers unto the first thing was not to use strategy it was they made their prayers unto the lord and secondly they set their watch they looked out for those things that tend to distract them they set their watch to those things that tends to take their heart away from the promises of the lord they look out for those things that tends to confuse them they look out for those distractions and then they began to war so as you make your prayer this year against those hindrances set your watch also set your watch also set your watch also who and who speaks to you and suddenly you become moody what do you see what do you think about that makes you suddenly feel like someone who cannot achieve what you have proposed in your heart who do you see um where do you go to what words do you hear um remember that when balaam was going to curse the people of israel it was it was going to be with words so what do you see what do you think about attempts to weaken your heart in achieving that which you want to achieve this year i like you to look out for those things and begin to war against them first in prayers and then secondly to watch out for them as you step out today the lord blesses you the lord causes his face to shine upon you and the lord gives you wisdom and discernment to know what you need to look out for and then he gives you the grace and the fortitude to pray against them in jesus name you have a blessed day and god bless you in jesus name hello and welcome to today's edition of a push for advantage i want to appreciate you for thus far that you've been listening to this broadcast and i want to believe that for sure your life is being transformed day by day i want you to know that these little deposits they are making a lot of impact in your life even me as a person i have to go over them over and over again many times for me to grasp the reality that god has embedded and installed into these doses every day 
so i want to encourage you to keep listening and being intentional about this and keep taking the necessary steps and action that is required of you remember it is not he that listened alone it is he that doeth that which has been received today briefly i like to point your heart towards a very important thing as we journey in the course of this year of course i have emphasized severally that there is a place of giftings there is a place of focus in that which you intend to achieve this year god has installed into your heart this year but i need to also let you understand that as you intend to advance in your course in year 2022 there are hindrances that understands the implication of your advancement the devil understands that when you advance it's a danger for his own economy they will understand that when you make that money that you want to make you understand that you are going to invest that money into kingdom business you are going to sow into the lives of those that god is using to bring kingdom advancement you are also going to use the money to personally build certain things to edify god's economy to make god's economy to advance because the Bible says, my city through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. So, the devil understand that. The enemy understand the implication of what you are trying to do. Understand that if you go high in that which you are doing, whether in your career or in your academics or in ministry, you understand that many people will hear your voice. So, of course, there would be adversity. Apostle Paul said he said pray for us because a great and effectual door has been opened unto us he said but there are many adversities so here's apostle paul saying see doors has been opened but there are adversity so i want to point your heart towards this great importance of watching out for adversity in emma chapter 4 and chapter 4 in particular when nehemiah and his team were building or um, the wall of um, jerusalem the bible said immediately they were done breaching the walls the bible said um sambalat and tobiah and the ammonites the ashtodites they heard of what they have done and suddenly they conspired all of them to gather and come and fight against jerusalem and to hinder the growth of it so i i want to understand that many of you in the course of this year there are things you want to do but you just find out that you are emotionally hindered or you cannot just gather yourself together you know somebody very dear to me was talking to me the other day i was saying see i can't seem to grasp the reality of what i'm doing those are hindrances the devil understands what you want to do and how important what you want to do is and then he begins to raise hindrances in terms of war so as a person you must understand that there is there are hindrances on your part and then verse 9 of us uh, chapter 4 says uh nevertheless we made our prayer unto our god and set a watch against them day and night because of them so nehemiah understood the implication of 
what these hindrances could do to the advancement of the world that they were building and then he said they made their prayers unto the lord and they set their watch two things that were done they made their prayers unto the first thing was not to use strategy it was they made their prayers unto the lord and secondly they set their watch they looked out for those things that tend to distract them they set their watch to those things that tends to take their heart away from the promises of the lord they look out for those things that tends to confuse them they look out for those distractions and then they began to war so as you make your prayer this year against those hindrances set your watch also set your watch also set your watch also who and who speaks to you and suddenly you become moody what do you see what do you think about that makes you suddenly feel like someone who cannot achieve what you have proposed in your heart who do you see um where do you go to what words do you hear um remember that when balaam was going to curse the people of israel it was it was going to be with words so what do you see what do you think about attempts to weaken your heart in achieving that which you want to achieve this year i like you to look out for those things and begin to war against them first in prayers and then secondly to watch out for them as you step out today the lord blesses you the lord causes his face to shine upon you and the lord gives you wisdom and discernment to know what you need to look out for and then he gives you the grace and the fortitude to pray against them in jesus name you have a blessed day and god bless you in jesus name hello good morning and welcome to today's edition of a push for advantage my name remains unique locally i want to believe that god is accurate about what he told us this year he said this year is our year of positional shift and one of the things that brings shifts in a life is when an applied force is added to that object i want to believe that god is applying these forces over our lives so that we can take that shift that our life needs and become who the lord has designed us to be so i want you to be intentional about these doses so that we can move together and become what god wants us to be today briefly I'm going to be speaking on what I call um, a multiplied grace. I think I have been able to clarify that um, grace can be a commodity and grace can be the area of your giftedness because God can open certain dimension of gift to you which are not by effort or by grace but by grace um you you will remember that um there's a man or there are certain men in the bible that the lord needed them to do certain things as a particular at a particular period and he had to multiply the grace he had to give them a particular level of grace in order to fulfill that which he wanted them to fulfill 
so if god indeed has given us certain graces certain gifts certain ability some of us say i I just have this ability to just put things down and just coordinate them i just have this ability to naturally i dream and i know that my dream usually come to pass some of us will say i know that i have this strong ability to do this to do that so god has given you this ability but however this ability are landing in in a strange land what do i mean they are spiritual abilities from god and they are landing in a strange land they were domiciled in heaven they were domiciled with god a spiritual atmosphere where they were they were functioning the way god wanted them to be so now god had um, directed them into your lives and um, they are landing there for the first time so it is strange land for them they need to get familiar with that land and then begin to relate with that land i hope you understand what i mean for example if i move from nigeria to america the same abilities that are that were in me in nigeria will still be the same ability that would be with me in america however in america I will be limited. Why? Because my abilities have not gotten used to the environment that I now found myself. So that's the same thing. Many people are gifted. Many people are so powerful, so full of abilities. But these abilities have not, they've not related with the ability. They've not commune with the ability. They've not utilized the ability. They've not shown the ability usage. I hope you get what I'm saying. They've not shown this ability, the defined usage that they are meant for. Um, so these these things could not get function. They could not be used like they should have been used for. Today, God is leading us to not just a discovery of this ability, but for a usage. Whatever you do not use will remain domiciled. Now that's one level. Then there's another level of multiplying that which you are using. And the Bible says in Second Peter chapter one, verse two, the Bible says, "Grace be multiplied through knowledge, through the knowledge of God." So there are several abilities that we have inside of us that will remain at that level, except we multiply them via knowledge. So the more you know about the abilities of God in you the more they become functional, the more they become multiplied, the more they become um, useful both for you, to your immediate family, and to the world general. Many people carry ability that they know absolutely nothing about. So I just discovered that I have this ability to see when I, I dream. I don't usually know what it means, but go and know what it means. Go and study the lines of your abilities. And then you will find them multiplied. Um, Bible says first Timothy, I think first or second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says, study to show yourself approved. See, there is a level of approval that the world would need from you before they I mean there's a level of knowledge or expertise in your giftings that the world would see in you before you are approved to um 
to manifest it around them so not that god doesn't approve or not that god has not approved them it's just that in this three-dimensional world people must see that you can do what you said you can do or what you say you are gifted for before they can accept you you see many people who started up they were started up as those who nobody they were working they were doing their best but nobody saw them nobody reckoned with them you know that you are doing your best but nobody's reckoning with you until there is a multiplied form of that which you are doing and then the world will begin to reckon with you today as you step out i'd like you to begin to find a way to increase the abilities of god inside of you they are in the increased form just give space to them give space to them inside of you enlarge your container enlarge your container so that the content can be in the increasing order today go out increasing yourself go out increasing the space that the abilities of God may find full expression. I call you the blessed of the Lord, and I believe that you will surely and definitely get to that particular position of advantage that the Lord has designed for you. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Hello, and Welcome to today's edition of A Push for an Advantage. God is pushing us day by day in order for us to gain the advantages that our life requires. There are several advantages as we move in the course of this year, but we need the right push for us to gain those advantages. The first law of motion states that a body will remain in a state of inertia or rest until it is being acted upon by an external body. What that means is an object that is supposed to be in point B will forever remain in point A except an external body push it to the point where we desire. So God is intentional about our life. That is why he is sending this push to us every day. Yesterday, I spoke on the thoughts of God for us. And I want to believe that you have begun to download the thoughts and the mind of God that is for you. And of course, I told you that it is a continuous thought. Now, I'd like to bring us a vivid example today of Joshua. Bible said in Joshua chapter 13 verse 1, it said, When Joshua had gone old, the Lord said to him, You are now very old, and there are still very large areas of land to be taken over. Now, here is God thinking about a lot of things, a lot of lands he wants to acquire, he wants to conquer. But the set man that he has assigned for the job had gone old. Now, what is that? What what is the implication of that statement to our own generation? It means God is thinking. It means God wants to do more. Forever thinking about you. Forever making new development. Of course, He has done that before you were born. 
um, unveiling new realities about you, unveiling new things he wants to do about you. But many times we are hold. Now, the hold here may not necessarily mean um, our physical age. It can mean a lot of things. God wants to do more. God wants to conquer. But how about the fact that our ideas are outdated? The ideas you want to use to conquer what God is thinking about you. How about if they are outdated? They are old. How about if your CV that you want to use to achieve? God says, I'm giving you a new job. But how about your CV? What if it's outdated? What if it is old? How about the way you feel about people, your relationship and your association towards people? How about if you are still using the 1964 version of relating with people to this present economy? How about you not going on social media and specifically and intentionally meeting people of value? How about the method you are using outdated? How about your mindset towards tithing and offering? You used to have an outdated or a old mindset towards tithing and offering. How about um, your, your mindset towards relating with others? Your mindset towards your bosses? Your mindset towards your economy? All those things are old age. And God cannot do with old age. Now, that, that does not mean God cannot use old people. But in this context, what I'm saying is that Joshua was old and God wants to achieve more. Now, your ideology, your methodology is old and God still wants to achieve more. God is saying, I want to do more. I want to do more, but you're operating in the old. I want to do more, but the things you are operating with, they are old tools. God is saying, I want to do more. But the things you are running your life with are not matching up with the frequency of the things I am doing in this generation. The call this morning is that you get up and make yourself new again. Get young again. Refresh your mindset. Refresh your mentality. Get updated with what is going on in the economy. You want to go into politics politics let your heart know what's going on in politics many of you are studying medicine or medical related courses get to know what's going on in that field many of you are teachers get to know what's going on update yourself and don't be old because god wants to do more i think i need to let you know god wants to do more but you need to update yourself you need to know something about what you are doing right now that you did not know before. Get yourself updated. And I'm praying that as you go out and search for these things, the Lord will lead you towards the right information for your life. In Jesus' name, I call you blessed. And I, 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 I pray for you that you have a productive day in Jesus' name. See you again next time. God bless you. Good morning and welcome to another 
edition of a push for advantage i want to believe that god is not yet tired of pushing us and leading us towards the best of us and of course until i see the best of you i want to believe that god is not done with you he said he knows the thought that he thinks towards us they are thought of peace thought of good and not of evil for you to have a hope and a future of course there's a future for you uh, this morning i'm going to be emphasizing what i said yesterday yesterday i read from joshua where the bible says i know the thoughts that i think towards you it is a thought of good so god has a thought for you and it is a thought of good god's thought is continuous that's why it's in the plural form god thinks for you every day or god has thought for you every day so it is your responsibility to know what god is thinking about you and achieving what god is thinking about you upon the face of the earth there are many of us that we get to meet god one day and realize that there were many things he thought about us that we didn't bring into fulfillment we didn't materialize his thoughts upon the face of the earth don't forget it is that it will be done on earth as it has already been done in heaven so god has done your thinking god has thought about your life he has written it down and then he's expecting you to discover his thought about you and manifest them on this face of the earth so i like you to wake up this morning and begin to find out every thought that god has thought concerning you and begin to bring them into materialization and of course the things of god are spiritual the thought of god are spiritual bible says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places so god's thought is spiritual and it takes a man who is spiritually sensitive to discern what is spiritual think of it god has thought about you god has has given a well-defined defined plan about your life however because you have you've been operating in the canal in carnality you are not able to perceive the spiritual thought of god now i need you to understand that carnality does not necessarily mean um fornicating or adultery or smoking carnality means using your human mind carnality means operating in flesh carnality means choosing human strength above spiritual graces so god has thought about you and they are locked up in the spirit so you need to come into the spirit to receive all the thoughts of the lord and manifest them and materialize them and crystallize them upon the face of the earth the business you want to achieve this year there has been 
a thought in the spirit about it you just need to capture it and crystallize it in faith your academic career your financial target this year is already being thought about even before you were born you need to capture them and crystallize them now the bible gave us a vivid example of that when moses was to build the tabernacle of the lord the bible said god had a tabernacle in heaven but moses had not seen it and for him to reproduce such tabernacle upon the face of the earth again he needed to tap into the mind of god so god had to take him up in the spirit and by spiritual revelation he captured the tabernacle every single details of that tabernacle tabernacle was was given to him was furnished upon his heart and he did that tabernacle successfully of course that tabernacle later became a picture of the cross that christ himself was going to die upon and i want you to know that all this happened because a man peeped into the heart of god to know what god is doing for his life today before the end of january i want you to spend time to peep into the heart of god of course god told john for you to understand what i want to say to you come up higher he was in the island of patmos yet god told him come up higher i think for someone today the word is come up higher there are thoughts locked up locked up in heaven about you but you need to come up higher today let the slogan be i'm going up higher stepping up my feet i'm praying more than i've ever prayed before i'm seeing more than I've ever seen before i am giving myself spiritual engagement more than i have ever done before so that i can see the thought of god concerning my life the thought of god doesn't just fly about to meet every dick and harry they are they are spiritual they are sacred and only the intention i can find them what has god written about you what has god thought about you what have you not seen oh you thought this is all god has for you oh you are 27 you're 28 and you think this is the best of god you don't even know where to turn to it's time to look into the mind and the thoughts of god As you begin to do this I believe that God will begin to unveil things to you. God bless you as you step out today in Jesus name. I want you to step out inquiring from the Lord to know his thoughts concerning you and I believe that God is generous to reveal these things to you because he wants you to prosper and be good health even as thy soul prospereth. Do have a wonderful day and God bless you. Hello, good morning friends and welcome to this morning edition of A Push for Advantage. I want to believe that you are making tremendous progress as you journey with God in this new year. Of course, the year is still fresh and our hopes must remain high, believing and taking instructions from the Lord to journey 
in our pathways. God, of course, knows what would become of you this year. So it's, it's very important that we see with the eyes of God, we hear with the ears of God, and we perceive with the heart of God, with the perception of God, that we may be able to move in the pace of God. If you are not privileged to see like God, to hear like God, it's um, it's sure that you can begin to think of yourself as incapable of doing that which God has designed for you. So um, a push for advantage is an everyday broadcast that gives you God's perspective for your life. It helps you see the way God expects you to see so that you can achieve the things that God has designed for you this year. This morning, I will be speaking with you briefly on the subject of grace. Of course, I started a series of grace um, the last time I sent a broadcast to you. I want you to know that grace is a commodity, like I said the last time. And today, I want us to look at grace as a teacher. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12 says, The grace of the Lord that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. And verse 12 says, Teaching us to deny ungodliness. Now, the word for me today is teaching us to deny. Grace, of course, is a teacher. And by, by the knowledge of grace, grace brings instruction and one of the instructions that grace brings as we journey this year is that grace has a capacity to teach us to deny the scripture renders it as teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust but friends if you look beyond you will understand that this scripture is not just pointing us to worldliness and um, worldly lust alone ungodliness and worldly loss alone there are certain things we need to search in our heart also that the grace of the lord must teach us to deny if we actually want to achieve what god wants for us as i began to bring you this broadcast the lord began to point my heart to certain area of my life that grace i need to accept the lectures that grace brings to me now grace teaches us to deny one is self-defeat mentality grace can also teach us to de deny self-defeat mentality a lot of us we feel defeated even before we started the project we feel oh i can't i can't finish this book i can't i can't complete this book oh i just know that this year oh i don't know if i'm going to ever make it i'm going to ever achieve this target maybe one or two setback and then you're already feeling defeated i want you to know that grace is teaching us today that you should deny defeat mentality you don't need it god is forever thinking about you the bible says, i know the thought i think towards you it is the thought of good and not of peace for you to have a hope and a future now if god is thinking about you check the word it's in plural i know the thoughts the thoughts it's not just one thought it's thoughts that means god says i'm 
forever thinking about you so if you've had one level of success i'm not done i still have more for you so you can't continue to think of yourself as defeated even when god is still thinking about you and of course you know what god is thinking about you is thinking breakthrough is thinking success is thinking upliftment for you is thinking achieving your goals and your visions for you another thing grace must teach us to deny as we move this year is to deny momentary enjoyments that are the detriment of our vision and our goal for the year many of us we will just want to enjoy momentarily we want to enjoy ourselves we want to sleep we want to just eat anyhow we want to do anyhow just because we feel it's it um it's our right to do these things but i want you to know that grace teaches us to um engage ourselves in self-denial to deny momentary enjoyment in order to achieve your goal if you have been overspending last year you need to cut your cost and save if if you if, even if it means not wearing what everybody is wearing right now i'm not saying you should not look good but there are points where you need to deny yourself in order to achieve what god wants you to achieve somebody wants to start a business of course you can look out for family and friends to fund you but one question they'll keep asking you is what do you have what do you have another thing grace must teach us to deny is patterns and operations that are not consistent with our targets if there are patterns or operations your modules of brandy the way you operate things the way you look into matters your approach to doing things must must change it must change you do things anyhow there's no sense of excellence in what you do you are asked to write a letter and then you just write it anyhow you're asked to hire on a clothes you just hire on it anyhow you don't know who will see your next product so you need to do it well your operations must be different now someone says as i read as i hand this broadcast today he says i do not need to see you to know who you are all i need to see is your product your product speaks loud enough for you just write me a letter by the content of your letter by your punctuations by the way you address the letter your packaging I will understand the kind of person you are. I want you to move on to an excellence mentality this year. Let grace teach you. Accept the teaching of grace and deny yourself of things that would not allow you to be the best of you this year. I want to believe that God has spoken with us this morning that we are going to go out there and be the best of ourselves. If you need to, please listen to this broadcast over and over again until it sinks into you. I call you the blessed of the Lord. Good morning and have a fruitful day in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello guys, good morning to another section of a push for advantage i want to believe that god has been blessing you 
and certain transformational noticeable changes is being found in your day-to-day work as you move in this year 2022 it's another privilege to release god's word to our heart again as we step out this morning this morning on this session of a push for advantage i will be speaking on the principle of grace as a commodity i was privileged to be speaking with my team um, a few weeks ago and i told them that grace is a commodity there are certain things that you cannot achieve in life with your efforts there is a place that effort can get to and effort can give up and that is where grace steps in the bible says in genesis chapter 6 and noah found grace if noah can find grace or if noah could find grace it means grace is something tangible perhaps it was lost from the generation of men and then a man came that scripture reported found that commodity so grace was upset upon the face of the earth until one man was reported to found that grace and so if, if grace is a commodity if grace is a commodity it means that we it can be found and if it can be found then it means that um it can be engaged so um what is grace exactly as a commodity it is the giftings of god it can be seen as the giftings of god over your life and there are many grace giftings over your life if you have found them or if you have discovered them um you might um, be tempted to want to run with all of them of course it's possible some persons have done it but because of the urgency of the assignment i want to advise that you pick one or two of them and engage them passionately one or two of them and engage them passionately so i know you are a multi-gifted person i know you have a lot of abilities you have a lot you want to do but there's a point where you need to personally look at those giftings around your life that you want to engage and passionately and intentionally engage them you you can't do everything you can't be a jack of all three that master of none two if you have one or two perhaps you have singing and you have writing you can intentionally engage both of them and bring out a result from them spend one year on a particular gift and see the result that you are going to emerge out of it I call you a blessed person today. You are a very gifted person. You are you are full of advantage. Just engage what you have. All right. I wish you a fruitful day and a blessed day in the name of Jesus. See you tomorrow for another edition of this Push for Advantage. Bless you. hello guys good morning to another section of a push for advantage i want to believe that god has been blessing you and certain transformational 
noticeable changes is being found in your day-to-day work as you move in this year 2022 it's another privilege to release god's word to our heart again as we step out this morning this morning on this session of a push for advantage i will be speaking on the principle of grace as a commodity i was privileged to be speaking with my team um, a few weeks ago and i told them that grace is a commodity there are certain things that you cannot achieve in life with your efforts there is a place that effort can get to and effort can give up and that is where grace steps in the bible says in genesis chapter 6 and noah found grace if noah can find grace or if noah could find grace it means grace is something tangible perhaps it was lost from the generation of men and then a man came that scripture reported found that commodity so grace was upset upon the face of the earth until one man was reported to found that grace so if, if grace is a commodity if grace is a commodity it means that we it can be found and if it can be found then it means that um it can be engaged so um what is grace exactly as a commodity it is the giftings of god it can be seen as the giftings of god over your life and there are many grace giftings over your life if you have found them or if you have discovered them um it, you might um, be tempted to want to run with all of them of course it's possible some persons have done it but because of the urgency of the assignment i want to advise that you pick one or two of them and engage them passionately one or two of them and engage them passionately so i know you are a multi-gifted person i know you have a lot of abilities you have a lot you want to do but there's a point where you need to personally look at those giftings around your life that you want to engage and passionately and intentionally engage them you you can't do everything you can't be a jack of all three that master of none two if you have one or two perhaps you have singing and you have writing you can intentionally engage both of them and bring out a result from them spend one year on a particular gift and see the result that you are going to emerge out of it I call you a blessed person today. You are a very gifted person. You are you are full of advantage. Just engage what you have. All right. I wish you a fruitful day and a blessed day in the name of Jesus. See you tomorrow for another edition of this Push for Advantage. Bless you. hello good morning guys welcome to another edition of a push for advantage i want to believe that god is intentional about our lives this year giving us the opportunity to receive these little capsules for him from him rather 
to advance our work and our decisions as we move um, on this journey of 2022 day by day and um, I want to believe that we ourselves are being intentional by receiving these capsules from the Lord and um, taking our time to swallow and digest them. Um, principles, motivations is one of God's way of getting us moving the path of purpose. God understood that um, man have the um, um, man have this tendency of um, becoming weak when it comes to pursuance of their purpose. So God established the system of inspiration. Bible says there's a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty. So there's a there's a part of God dealing with man called the inspiration of the Almighty. Even Bible says, Spirit Himself helpeth our infirmity. So there's a way help come. Help comes through inspiration. So that's why I see a need for us to release this inspiration to us every day. Today I'll be speaking on the principle of identity. It is not enough that we have a purpose or a Jericho to pursue and conquer. We must understand the personality, the nature, the persona uh of the of this person going to take over the territory if you enter a territory without an understanding of who you are there is all possibility that you miss out with um the victory of the territory so one of the things that um helped esther and modicai to overcome the Jew was the ability for them to understand who they were. Now listen to this. In Esther chapter 6 verse 13 when Ammon came home having um, taken Mordecai all around the city by the commandment of the king, his wife said something. He said, if Mordecai belongs to the Jew, or if Mordecai is a descendant of the Jew before whom you have begun to fall, definitely you cannot prevail over him. So there's this point in our life where we must come to understand who we were, who we are rather. So um, Zarish, Amman's wife, said to him, See, you can't beat this guy. This guy is a descendant of the Jew. You can't beat him. And we also must come to the reality that we belong to the person called the Christ. And the anointing that worked with Christ was an anointing or is an anointing, was and is an anointing that can never be defeated. I want you to understand that you cannot take any territory, you cannot take anything this year you cannot achieve anything without understanding the capacity the identity the origin of the man that wants to take this thing now it was the fall that made you somebody who is going out to take a territory or take a city or to achieve a purpose naturally from your birth from your inception from your creation 
where adam was created you have authority over it so these are these things are yours these things are yours the the whole thing you are trying to pursue they are yours but the fall actually separated us from them so you must approach these things knowing that you own them knowing that from the beginning you had authority over them knowing that from the beginning you have you have victory over them but the fall actually brought us to the state where we are so approach whatever you want to achieve this year with a victory mentality that i've done i've done this before i've done this before to adam in adam i had authority i had victory over you i put everything in check and in order to adam i had authority over the sky over the land and beneath the earth to adam i had success and then adam fell but although adam fell another adam had been raised us up for me raised up up for me to go back to my former identity and in my former identity i was the leader right now in christ i am the leader right now in christ i am the victor right now in christ i have the ability to do this friends you belong to the descendant of christ and in christ there's a restoration of that authority that adam lost get up and go and give command to nature give command to your purpose give command to that thing that you have proposed to achieve this year you have done it before in adam you can do it again in christ do have a blessed day as god strengthens you in jesus name god bless you all right good morning to us all in jesus name um this is another edition for a push for an advantage and um it is my belief that you're set out to go and um, conquer the jericho that god has placed in your heart this year all right a quick one before you step out today i'm still taking from the story of joshua i like to bring us a very salient principle that is called the principle of silence now it is um for sure um one of the thing of a man to cry out and look out for those that will help him and say many things by design man is a speaking being and of course several times we have told us that for us to live on this earth we need to speak we need to speak our life into being we need to speak our purpose into being but at certain time in our life which i believe is what god is um asking us to look into today that we need to learn the principle of silence now joshua knew that the people had the um fortitude of questioning his authority you know these men were men of war and by design they were designed to fight one not to walk around the wall so they had the they had every right to say what are we doing what the hell are we doing what what's this 
why would you ask us to be walking when we need to be fighting? So Joshua told them, remain silent. Remain silent as you walk through the city. So he understood the fact that naturally Manadi has um, this tendency to look around him and begin to voice out certain things that is happening around him based on the situation that he's facing he may look at himself and say what what exactly is happening to my life am i sure i'm going to make it in life am i sure this is going to happen to me am i sure that is going to happen to me am i sure i will ever make it in life oh this goal that has placed before me for example to have 10 million before the end of this year is it possible can i what do i want to do to make this possible god says to joshua make sure or joshua told the people make sure that you guys remain silent so it's better to keep the word inside of you than to speak unbelief than to speak unbelief if you are afraid of what you want to achieve if you feel discouraged make sure that what you want to do um uh, what you want to say rather is kept inside of you because the moment you give voice to it your heart begins to receive it we live in a word word activated um region this 3d work three-dimensional world that we live in is forged by words even god forged the things that has, that we see presently by words so um you should also have the ability of god you have the faith of god and whatever you give voice to have the ability to be registered in your life so here is joshua saying to them you guys must remain silent as you walk past um the wall of jericho because i understand the power that words can have over the life of a man so they have to remain silent i want to encourage you today that instead of speaking negative remain silent meditate on the vision in your heart meditate on the vision whenever your heart is trouble remain silent and instead of speaking force capture pick a book where you have written all your vision for me i have my diary where i've written all i want to achieve for jesus this year and i want you to meditate upon it meditate form mental image because the reason why you are thinking negative is where you want to speak negative is because you have thoughts negative words come from thoughts you think and think and think and then you feel oh god can this ever be possible why not turn it around and think positively towards what god has placed in your heart mine is the healing stream god has told me every saturday i pray healing upon people and then as i begin to meditate and seeing the nation healed as i begin to meditate and seeing 1000 2000 5000 people joining the broadcast i see people taking their phones to the hospital to the clinic to health centers to where the people that are diseased are and playing or allowing them the opportunity to listen to my voice and receiving their healing 
this is what i'm thinking about and as i think about it suddenly you give you begin to give voice to it like this is coming to pass so joshua told them on the last day at by my command then you can now give voice so first day they must be thinking what are we doing what exactly is it what nonsense second day third day fourth day fifth day on the sixth day i believe that their hearts must have captured the victory of jericho because i believe joshua must have been motivating them before they walk so he was painting a picture in their hearts painting a picture in their heart painting a picture in their heart and then on the last day by the seventh day all of them had come into conformity of that which joshua wanted them to see they had seen jericho sank and then on the last day the bible says on the last day and it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose up early about the dawning of the day and compassed that's joshua chapter 6 verse 15 and compassed the city seven times and it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpet joshua said unto the people shout for the lord had given you the city so it was easy for them to shout they were shouting their meditation kai they were shouting their meditation now they had meditated upon jericho falling and then they shouted and that shout became a victorious shout today as you step out meditate upon that which the lord has given you instead of giving voice to your fears meditate upon your victory and at a point give a shout i'm boasting forth in glory this year i'm stepping into the millions this year i'm establishing the business this year i'm taking cities this year i'm taking charge this year i'm moving forward this year lines are falling onto me in prison play god is raising an army of helper for me this year my visage is like a colossus god is giving me the fame of legends god is giving me the look the visage of a colossus god is giving me the fame of legend god is transforming my life give voice to it as you step out i call you blessed in jesus name have a blessed day